Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. You might be missing the melodious tones of Merlin Sensei. He is out this week, so you have boss bitch in charge, Miss Mupacabra herself, and with me are my two favorite boys, Switch Rigs and 12-Sided Guy. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. I hate you so much. Um, the malicious compliance is already starting. It's, uh, I'm killing everybody this week. I'm in charge. I'm killing everybody. That's so. why I have the cloning facility in my basement. <laughs> should so, I have survived, I'm going to outlast you. I'm good. You're old as dirt. We both know I'll live the longest. By virtue of the fact that I have a vagina. So, the first thing that I wanted to talk about this week, gentlemen, speaking of malicious compliance... Um, I read this article and it made me so, so, so happy. Uh, the FAA changes astronaut definition, disqualifying Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson. <laughs> Essentially what happened, like, the flight that the Virgin Galactic and the Blue Origin made still qualify as space flights, but they changed the definition of an astronaut to say that the members must have, quote, demonstrated activities during flight that were essential to public safety or contributed to human space flight safety. <laughs> and I've never been happier with the FAA in my entire life than to just give Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson a giant middle finger. <laughs> the, the F-U-A, as we Canadians would say. The F-U-A. <laughs> I'm just so impressed with it. That was my favorite thing that I saw this week, and I was like, I'm sharing this first. But I will graciously shut up and let somebody else have something to say. Well, um, I understand what they're what they're doing. It makes sense. But at the same time, you know they're going to still say, yeah, I went to space. And they can say that all they want. They can say a lot of things, let's be honest, but they're both still total shitheads. Well, see, they didn't stay up there indefinitely, like Elon Musk's car, so. I, I so. Did you see they so broke weird. up? Who? Really? Elon Musk and Grimes, they broke up. Now their baby with a fucked up name has, I guess they were never married, so they're not divorced, but like, they, they split up. Their fucked up baby named kid is now. Yeah. Math no. equation, yeah. Yeah, math equation. <laughs> I did not know. No, I, I, uh, I, it's actually surprisingly cheap to launch a vehicle into space using SpaceX. I, I worked it out once for the sake of a vampire LARP character, actually. <laughs> it's surprisingly cheap. Compared to actually going up yourself. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, because do you really have to worry about the safety, like the personal safety of a car? Like, if it blows up, is that really going to be a crisis? Like, if a person blows up, we give a shit, ideally. But I don't know. Like, I, if it came crashing down to Earth, it'd be a problem. Uh, touche. Touche. Mm -hmm. Unless you're into, like, inflation and whatnot. Really? Really? Hey, look, man, <laughs> there's some weird kinks out there, okay? No kink shaming. I just don't get them. We're going there already? So, I'm going to keep this nerdy, you horrible perverts. Um, the other piece of information that I had that I wanted to talk about, um, Disney sues Marvel creator families to keep full control over character rights. Um, this infuriated me on so many levels that I can't even begin to explain. Like, literally at this point, like, over the, pa like, over the past 13 years, Disney and Marvel have earned $22.93 billion, and that's just in box office revenue, right? We're not talking you know, merchandise or toys or theme park tickets or anything like that. And then all this time, like, Disney keeps that money, right? It, it's not going to the people that created these characters. And now on top of that, Disney is suing the estates of Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, and Gene Colan, and then other creators. And essentially they're doing all of this preemptively because they recognize that copyright termination notices will be coming due soon. And so in an attempt, I guess, to like circumnavigate that, they're just going to go ahead and like sue for these rights. And it's crazy because like 
somebody literally explained it, explained it as, like, people are assuming, like, oh, no, we're going to lose our favorite Marvel characters. No, no Disney's just is going to have to pay for these things. They're going to have to pay these creators like they should have rightfully been doing all along, you know? But essentially what Marvel's attorneys are trying to say is, uh, since these were works made for hire and thus owned by Marvel, we filed these lawsuits to confirm that the termination notices are invalid and of no legal effect. So they're basically saying, like, these characters are their intellectual property, which is bizarre because these characters were around, you know, they predate us. You know what I mean? Like, well, they do. So they don't predate Disney. Every time. Yes. They do the same thing. They prolong their copyrights on it by, you know, a whole bunch of legal stuff. That they have. Disney is the biggest influencer on copyright law in North America. Mm -hmm. And they keep making it harder and harder and harder for us to have anything without having to pay them for, you know, oh, I made something that has two circles or three circles and looks vaguely like Mickey Mouse. Like a hidden Mickey shape, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think that's crazy to me that, like, you wouldn't. Like, Edward, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Ed Brubaker. He's the one that created the Winter Soldier. He's seen, like, no money for that character. <laughs> and it's become such an integral part of, like, the, the MCU, especially with they, what they just did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and everything else. And it's just crazy to think they'd be like, no, fuck you, buddy. Like, I, I know Disney sucks. Like, I get it. I get that they're an awful corporation, but, like, I like Disney. I like the theme parks. I like all that stuff, and it's disappointing to hear them be like, oh, no, they're really, like, super-duper shitty. Like, everybody loves Stan Lee, but we're going to sue his family. Hmm. So all I see now, as you say that, is a post-apocalyptic world, and the ruler is Amazon and Disney, and they have cops that have little little Mickey Mouse badge. <laughs> So I'm the and, sheriff. <laughs> and, and then all like the, ki the security cameras are like Mickey heads or or figure. Oh figures. man! I'd be like, God, like my, my, they they literally took over. <laughs> if you if you yuck around with Goofy, you'll find out. <laughs> if you yuck around and find out. That might have to be the title this week. Yuck around and find out. Oh my gosh. Um. I have a question. Did either of you gentlemen watch the Nintendo Direct that came out? I did not. I did not, unfortunately, but I'd be more than happy to comment on highlights. Yeah, because I feel like this is where Merlin would have really shown through. Merlin is the one that's always like, I learned all of this stuff about Nintendo Direct. And I was like, I didn't watch any of it. I know Chris Pratt's going to be Mario. Yes. Oh, I know a little bit of that. Yeah. So, yeah, we have Chris Pratt as Mario and everyone hates it. But Jack Black is Bowser and everybody loves it. Well, it's, it's Jack Black. That man is a bard. Mm -hmm. He is. He's he so is. wonderful. Him and Neil Patrick Harris are probably like two of the guys that at least I'd be like, you know, I'm I'm not a bottom or anything. But uh. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a new Monster Hunter Rise expansion. Is one of the things they're doing. Uh, let's see what else. I'm actually going through it real fast. Ooh, I know they've announced be... new Animal Crossing content, which is exciting for me. They're supposed to be doing like a separate little Nintendo Direct, though, just to touch on Smash the Warrior. Animal Crossing content. And Smash and is Smash. getting its own separate Nintendo Direct, yeah. Ooh, so Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity is getting a huge update. They're actually getting um, a whole bunch of Twilight Princess not Twilight Princess, but a whole bunch of uh, uh, the new Zelda, which uh, Breath of the Wild looks good. Like there's more, can, more of the war I, that's going on. Yes. Can I just say how excited I am that they're remastering a bunch of N64 games as a collection? Yes. of time, Mario 64. Like, oh my God, the younger audience members who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, just take a look. <laughs> Way back in my day. 
I was not good at Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 and PlayStation blew my mind because the whole concept of being able to play a game in 3D was so different to anything that I had done before. And I, I know that makes me sound like ancient, but I like I remember I had Crash Bandicoot 2. It was the only game I had for the PlayStation. It was the first game I ever beat the whole way through, and it took me for fucking ever because I just could not grasp the concept that this thing existed in 3D. I, I remember the day that the N64 came out. I was so distraught. And I, this is, you know, I'm like, what, 13, 14-ish maybe. Maybe younger than that, if I recall. And I was so distraught that my cousin was getting it before me. It was such a, such a kid thing to do. Are you, are you ready for this, Switch? Uh-huh. September 29th, 1996. Was, so we would have been teenager. eight. Yeah, I wasn't a teenager. We would so have ever. been eight years old. My mom actually stood in line for it for me. I was like, oh my goodness. Surprise me. We played Mario 64 for hours that day. That was the year that uh, Santa Claus gave me an IOU. Oh. <laughs> I would I would have been... Oh, I'm going to dox myself a little bit here right now. I would have been 11. Yeah, because you're ancient. Yeah. We've established yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I know. I, you and yeah, Merlin are I'm, just. I am aging men. on screen for the podcast listeners that can't see it. It's there hideous. Are new lines. It's terrible. <laughs> this beard is getting whiter as we speak. But yeah, there's definitely a whole good lineup of stuff that was coming up. And I'm so glad that the N64 is finally getting love because they've been having the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo. You know, I'm like, that's great. Where's my 64? Like I want my sixty-four games. I would Even love to I see GameCube like games. Two dollars or you know three dollars a game, I would still do it. I'd rebuy. I still. Time. I loved um, the original Animal Crossing for GameCube. I loved Super Monkey Ball. I thought that game was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were what was the other one? Um, I'm trying to remember. I threw a wave bird across the room. I should remember the game by now. It was one of the James Bond games, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I got not. next level pissed. But I, uh, I missed the GameCube. Oh my god, Simpsons Hit and Run? Yes! That was fantastic. I was dog shit at Crazy Taxi, but Simpsons, I could handle no problem. I missed that game. <laughs> that was a good game. Yeah, Crazy Taxi was always like, what am I doing? Where am I going? <laughs> Okay, so speaking of Blast from the Past, this came up on my Facebook today, and I thought it was fake, okay? Uh, Eminem is opening a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. And I thought this has got to be a joke. It's a real thing. So apparently, this has been going on since 2017. He launched it in Detroit as a pop-up shop. And then, like, during the pandemic, he was, like, sending out food to um, first responders like, just to kind of be like, hey, thank you, you're awesome, which, awesome, fantastic for him. But, like, now he has decided, like, they're opening it as, like, a full-time shop, um, I believe this month. And it's literally all they sell is spaghetti or spaghetti with meatballs and then a spaghetti sandwich. That's all they have. Like, That sounds great it, to me. And then, like, above it, they have the, like, the trailer, and then they have a store with, like, all, a whole bunch of merch and memorabilia. And so, I'm just, one, I think it's fantastic that he did this, because why the fuck not? Um, Their tagline is, Mom's Spaghetti, it's all ready. Which just (laughs) tickles my little heart so much. And, um, yeah, they open this Wednesday, so it'll be last Wednesday, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, but, like, what a great thing to do, and then, like, to, to give back to caregivers, too, in the meantime. I think it's just fantastic. Definitely. All, all I know is, like, a, a baked lasagna, man, you cannot beat certain... There's just... It's, it's like baked macaroni and cheese. There's just no beating it. I can see that with lasagna. Maybe they'll add that to the uh, the list eventually. <laughs> They'll branch out. It'll be a whole Italian <laughs> restaurant. Yep. I can see that happening. So, uh, in Mom, the... Uh... Mom's lasagna, you know you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
so to keep on with the uh, Star Wars uh, stuff with Star Wars Visions, the yes. second episode, which I don't think Moo would be as interested in. I haven't I watched the first it. one yet. I know you should. It's, it's actually pretty darn good. Uh, this one's more traditional anime style. Uh, it's called this one's called Tatooine Rhapsody. And basically, it's about uh, a Padawan that gets falls into a group of musicians that um, a hut actually uh, if you know what a hut is it's the, little, it's the slime slimy slime like people. Jabba? like Jabba yeah um, and he falls in uh, with this this band and, the, and they are always tr uh, they're trying to perform after after like a year it, it does a little time skip they're trying to perform and they keep getting attacked by bounty hunters they never get to finish their set because oh. Jabba wants to no get, no I really uh, do want to watch this one <laughs> he wants to get the uh, uh, other hut back uh, in line and working with the family again and it's them uh, you know it's even even features uh, Boba Fett at one point too <gasps> no way yeah, yeah. He, as a, as See, that's like the a kind of stuff I love character. when they do nods to like well-known characters that you're like, oh my god, look, look, it's this person. But I felt this one was more traditional. It had um, it's not like the characters. I could see them in the universe. Like, there's one character where it's literally three people put together at the at the uh, hip, and he's the drummer, so he can flip around and do more oh, than one set of drums at a time. Um. But it, it's a really interesting take on the style because it feels like it's like in between what's called chibi and normal anime. Chibi is like that's like little, the super little... cutesy stuff, right? Yeah, it's like in the middle. Um, but that was that was the most high energy one that was not a whole bunch of shooting and lasers and lightsabers and that I watched. And it was really interesting just to hear music that they would consider um, in that universe versus, you know, the classical, you know, whatever amount of orchestra that they normally use. The John Williams score, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the, the music scene has not been flushed out in that, that universe. Well, and, and that's interesting for those folks who have played The Last Order. I, I don't know if you've had it or not, but they introduced the band uh, Who, H-U, which is this, like, Mongolian throat-singing band as as in-game, in-universe music, and it's caught on, right? Um, but with this, with this episode, I, I kind of have to wonder if they're not somehow setting up in some way... I believe the character's name is Beldorion, which is the the one hut Jedi that we we know about, mm -hmm. um, because the t the time period lines up oddly perfectly. Like they're right around that time period. Where if you give the guy a couple of years and the influence of a Jedi ba ba Padawan band member, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. So this this might be Disney testing out. Um, what is now legend stuff that they can sneak into the main canon, I think. I think that would actually be really cool if they did that. And yeah, I did know that the, um, the other group, uh, for the, uh, Last Order, um, was in there. Uh, and that was the other example, that, uh, they've, uh, snuck in some music. And, like, the characters recognize that it's part of their world. Uh, there's actually one of the books that actually mentions mentions it too, um, but it's the best thing I think you'd like, Moo, is that the little Jedi, Jedi Padawan, he transforms his, uh, his lightsaber into his microphone, and he can flip. Oh, isn't that sweet? See, you know how just you know just how to rope me right in, switch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I had an interesting little game that I found that I wanted to play with you guys because I felt like I hadn't played very many games lately. And so I found an interesting, um, since you guys both work in tech, I thought this would, be, this would be a little bit of fun for me 
before we go into um, our geeky weeky and we move into kind of the, I don't want to say just the naughty side of things, but maybe the little bit more personal side of things, because I just feel like we don't know enough about 12 yet, and our, our listeners need to learn more. So I thought we would we would play some question games. But this one, these are the easy questions, right? These are the... These are our nerdy tech questions, and I would love to to hear your to pick your brains on these. So, go for it. I would like to know, um, and I don't I don't know that either of you use Reddit, so we'll say um, maybe just your username in general. So, would you rather expose your browser history to the entire company, or share your Reddit username? You first, twelve. Well, give it. Given my browser history, share my Reddit username. Easy peasy. That's that's a no brainer. I I well Well, so with my work I end up researching all sorts of weird shit. Right. Listen, listen, Plus, you don't you don't have to give us excuses, alright? I, I, I would not be they, willing I to share. I wish they were. I wish they were excuses other than that's just the reality of my life. No, as as, as part of my work and with like creative writing projects, right, uh, content I'm developing now for Nerdgasm, there's some weird shit that I look up that I'm sure I'm on a list somewhere. So Reddit username, easy peasy. Uh, Switch. We're, we're doing uh, my browser history. My Reddit does not need to be exposed. <laughs> There we go. See, learned way too much about me if you did that. Um, I don't understand what one of these means. So, but would you rather explain NetFlow to the intern or explain 4chan to your grandmother? (laughs) Oh, I would. I do know what 4chan is. Okay, I would love to explain uh, 4chan to my grandmother if she was alive. That would be fun. Oh God. (laughs) I don't... I'm sure my grandmother would be like, okay, can you help me sign up? <laughs> would you rather confess to your boss after a crash that there are no backups or make daily backups on USB sticks? <laughs> that was the best face I've ever seen, Switch. You looked so angry at me. <laughs> That is a tough one. Uh, if I don't have to sit there and they can work by themselves, I'd rather do the USB sticks. But 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 as uh, soon as you get that crash and there's no backup. Yeah, exactly. But but the USB sticks cuz I've been there and it's oh just a special type of hell. You guys are so nerdy. I love it. It makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, shut up. I, I don't know. I think I think I would rather I would rather uh, explain to my boss that there's no backup than the USB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't like my boss, so yes, I'm I'm with Switch on this one. Mm-hmm. Would you rather rewrite everything in JavaScript or have to do a format C on your work PC right now? Ooh. JavaScript easy. I, I uh, unfortunately don't know either one off the top of my head, so uh, uh, I, I well, uh, format, formats, well, format C is reformatting your computer, basically. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be too That's hard. bad, though, right? I don't know well, how to do computer stuff. I just go, Mupapi, look, I want a pink one. Can you make it do what it's supposed to do on the inside? Well, for our listeners that aren't techies, that don't get what the question is being asked, is basically, is it is it recreate everything you have on your hard drive now in a in a computer language, which is just tedious work, or lose everything you've got on your hard drive right now? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have baby pictures. I wouldn't want to lose those. Would you rather game on Windows 98 forever... Or run your data center on Mac OS. I look like I'm just hurting you both. <laughs> like, I didn't expect these to be the difficult questions of everything that I've asked you boys. And you guys just both look like you want to murder me. <laughs> the thing is, is that I almost get these types of questions from people <laughs> in my work. Uh, Mac OS, if anything... 
because I would not be able to deal with a 95. I've got to go switch on this one. Like, while I have a disc of 95 around here somewhere... 98, which, 98. Not if that 90, makes a well, difference, still, but... Oh, nope. well, it might be 98, but I'm pretty sure it's 95. But while I have a legit disc of that around here somewhere, which blows my mind... Mac OS. It's because you're a dinosaur. Listen, young lady. <laughs> I have, um... Uh, what was original Windows on floppies, so it's okay. Oh my god. We have them. <laughs> we got it. Would you rather write everything in Wingdings forever, or use a keyboard with a Chinese layout forever? I could learn the Chinese layout faster. But the Wingdings <laughs> would be hilarious. No, like, screw Wingdings, man. I've been wanting to learn Mandarin anyway, so this gives me an excuse. Would you rather reset your password every time you log into your computer or wait for a Windows update every single time you log into your computer? Oh. Update. Yeah, update, definitely. Really? I just, just yeah. fuck. Those are both awful it, to me. It's, it is such a hassle to switch your password these days. Oh, I'm well aware because it's like you need three letters, your blood type, a hieroglyphic, like... They've made it so ridiculous. Uh, mine are all cuss words at this point. It's literally always me, like, yelling about passwords at this point. <laughs> Absolutely all of them. Those were my nerdy questions. Thank you guys so much for sitting through them. I'm so pleased. I, well, I'm disappointed that our listeners couldn't see your faces. But it genuinely tickled me because to watch both of you get these, like, smile and then slowly get more and more horrified as I finished the question just really made my day. I've never felt so powerful in my entire life. It was fantastic. Just for the viewers, just think of someone ramming a sword through you <laughs> and then twisting it. And then then it coming the out then coming out and then healing and then she does it again. I'm a sadist. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right, Mac, friends. Uh, thank you. Word for it. That's what I meant. Sadist. Move the sadist. If you gentlemen don't have anything else nerdy, uh, I'm going to go ahead and for Merlin, who is not here this week, I'm going to do the Geeky Weeky. Yeah. Well, there is that Star Trek series that's coming out that real briefly. Okay. Oh, did I um, miss something? Well, Star Trek Prodigy, which I found interesting because it's one, it's set in the future of the timeline, as it were, and it's a it's a yet to be named um, Starfleet ship in the future. That's been it's been. Um, you guys won't know this because I'm ancient and Canadian, but Brats of the Lost Nebula for the for our listeners that have no idea what this is, it's basically a bunch of teenagers in space who have hijacked an old abandoned in this case of, of Star Trek Prodigy Federation ship, with Janeway as their emergency training hologram. That sounds cool. And by the way, right? that's Cable Brew, right? Yes. Okay. Right, and it looks really good, because it's basically, it's basically the breakfast club for Starfleet. Oh, that does sound fun. Right? Look, I have to, again, I'll level with everybody. I am not the most well-versed in Star Trek. I've seen all of Discovery. I've seen Picard. But I've never seen anything else unless you count. Don't you dare fucking make that face at Picard. That was a very good show, okay? Suck my dick. I loved that I was that making one. that face at you. So, I know that I have a lot to catch up on on Star Trek. I'm very excited for a new season of Discovery. I think they've done amazing things with that show. Um, it's made me give a shit about Star Trek, which really is difficult to do, because I, I just don't. Um, unless it's the one with Chris Pine, because he's such a fucking beautiful man. I digress. The Geeky Weeky. Ahem. <clears throat> We're going to start with Sunday, October 3rd, um, which is Mean Girls Day, which makes me so happy, because on October 3rd, he asked me what day it is. She said it's October 3rd. It's also... Now, it's also National Boyfriend Day and National Kevin Day. And I think we decided Kevin was like the male Karen. So, so. or maybe it was Kyle we decided was the, the, the male Karen. I don't know. But it's National Kevin Day. So, I don't know, hug somebody named Kevin on Sunday. Monday, October 4th is going to be St. Francis of Assisi Day. He is a patron saint of animals. 
Uh, and kind of going along in that same vein, it is World Animal Day. It's also National Child Health Day, National Cinnamon Roll Day, National Golf Lovers Day, National Taco Day, and National Vodka Day. So there's a lot going on on Monday. So I don't know, maybe go get tacos, but instead of tequila, have vodka. I'm really not sure. Yeah, that is on. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. I feel like they need to, I don't know, they need to, to pick a direction and go for it. I'm just surprised you have your own day. Why do I cinnamon have my... roll day? I don't understand that. Why am I a cinnamon roll? I don't know. It seemed like a compliment to give you. I just... Is it I... precious? Because they're precious, yes. right? Yes. They're yes. precious little they're, cinnamon They're precious roll. and delicious. Oh, thank you so much. How kind of you. I'm probably not a cinnamon roll, though. Kind of a bitch. Tuesday, October 5th is apparently Amazon Prime Day, which I was not aware of, but gear up, take a look, see if you can, what you can find. It's also National Be Nice Day and National Do Something Nice Day. So please uh, don't be a dick on Tuesday. It's also National Get Funky Day and National Kiss a Wrestler Day. And probably my favorite, it is World Teachers Day. So if you have an important teacher in your life, and I know we all do, um, Tell them how much you care. Tell them how much they mattered to you. Tell them, you know, what they did for them. I just watched, um, fucking, what's that movie? Dead Poets Society tonight. And I, like, I have an immediate need to, to call every teacher that I ever had and be like, oh, Captain, my Captain, thank you for changing my life. Like, please, I've never seen that movie before. It was, I was a wreck. Well, so here's a question for you, Lou, while you're mid-geeky-weeky. Um, National Kiss Wrestler Day, as it were. Which wrestler? Oh, are we talking professional wrestlers? My husband was a wrestler in high school, so I can kiss a wrestler that way. But if I had to pick, like, a professional wrestler, who? I feel like I should say The Rock. I was low-key obsessed with him, like, for a long time. But also, and... I, Probably not the choice people would think. I love Mick Foley so much. Dude love, Mankind, Cactus Jack, all of it. I love him. He's fantastic. His books were amazing. He wrote a child's, uh, children's Christmas book. Like, he's so fucking cool. I loved watching the documentary that he did about um, what it was like to go through that cage match. He did this really neat sit-down talk with the Hardy Boys. I, I gotta stop, because I'll talk forever about wrestling. Holy shit. I loved pro wrestling in the 90s. Ha! Huh, moving on. October 6th, well, Wednesday. No, no, no. Don't you distract me. If Merlin was here, he would yell at us. So we're going to keep going. This is for Merlin, damn it. Wednesday, October 6th. It is National Coaches Day, National German American Day, National Mad Hatter Day, National Noodle Day. <gasps> noodle Day? Not not your noodle, but still National Noodle Day. We'll celebrate Noodle on the 6th anyway. Yes. Um, national Plus Size Appreciation Day. I think it's fantastic that that exists. National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. National Walk and Bike to School Day. And then World Cerebral Palsy Day. So oh. pick a holiday for Wednesday. Pick a couple. Celebrate them. Fantastic. Thursday, October 7th. National Frappe Day, which is fantastic. Go get yourself a coffee. But also it is National Depression Screening Day. No jokes aside, this is a super serious one. I think a lot of times, you know, people don't realize when you take a depression inventory, they score you on changes and things that are happening in your life, right? And not all of those changes are necessarily negative changes. They can be good things. They can be a new job. They can be a, you know, a, a new home. They can be a new baby. They can be a new relationship. These are all good, positive things, but they can all contribute towards uh, negative mental health and depression. So... Thursday, October 7th is National Depression Screening Day. Take care of your mental health. Make sure you're looking into yourself. Friday, October 8th, National Fluffernutter Day and National Pierogi Day. Both of those are delicious, oh, yes. but I do not want to eat them together. I love pierogies so much. We're going to have to get you a uh, plate or two of my family's pierogies that we make every <sighs> year because we are Slovakian. So. I'll die. I'll die. <laughs> yeah. can, I can I just say how many of our, our fans who are, might be crit roll fans are just sitting there going, Fla for nutter. Fla for nutter. 
I'm so confused. Bunny is. And we're, and we're going to leave you that way. Yep. Saturday, October 9th, finally our last day for the Geeky Weeky, rounding it out. It is Curious Events Day, World Hospice and Palliative Care Day, World Post Day, as in the mail service, and finally, Happy Leif Erikson Day! Hinga dinga dergen. And that is it for the Geeky Weeky. Thank you so much. Yay! Hooray! Hopefully we did Merlin proud. So, I mean, it's fine. Uh, transitioning into the naughty side of things, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this is a thing you gentlemen have ever had to do because you're not parents. But Moopoppy and I found ourselves in a unique situation this evening where kiddos were upstairs playing their video games. They had just kind of gotten finished with everything and were supposed to be tidying up upstairs. Um, and we were just kind of snuggling on the couch, having a nice time. And things are progressing, and I look at him and I go, you know, the bathroom door does have a lock on it. It's actually the only door in our house that has a lock on it. He was like, yep, okay, and actually, like, got the message. We go up, we move to the bathroom. But you don't think about the fact that, like, there's no good places to fuck in a bathroom, like, at all. There's not. There's really just not. You can bend over things or you can lay on the floor. Um... And tile is cold. So, um, I, I, I don't know if you gentlemen have ever encountered this, and I'm going to, this is mortifyingly embarrassing that I'm going to admit this, but the problem with, with tile, right, is that when you take your shirt off and then you lay against it, your back will stick to it. And then when you try to sit up, it makes that awful farting noise <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> Yes. And nothing will take you out of the mood faster than having to be like, I swear to God, that's the floor making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand because I have roommates and you kind of have to choose your choose your locations and timing. Oh, good. It's not fun. just me then. Yeah. Well, see, but you have roommates, right? Your roommates are grown adults. Like, I kind of really can't say fuck it because, like, children, right? So... And then, of course, immediately, like, we get in there and close the door, and the first thing we hear are footsteps. And it's it ends up being the dog outside of the door, thank God, this time. But, like, and it's one of those things where you're just like, I can't, is this my life now? Like, is this just what things are going to be? Am I going to spend the rest, like, I'm 32 years old. I thought I was done hiding to have sex. Turns out, no, not so much. Turns out that's just going to be the kind of thing that, like, perpetually exists well they when they turn you know 18 get out <laughs> get, get out of the house mom and get dad are busy <laughs> get out of the house or at least when they're 16 be like mom and dad are doing things if you don't want to hear go have fun with your friends go go go, go right go. put on some headphones i'm gonna need you to make some choices because yep. and that's that was also the kind of moment where i realized That is literally the only room in the house that has a lock on the door. And not only that, it's a separate, this is going to show you how old my house is. It's a skeleton key. You have to take an actual physical skeleton key and lock the bathroom door, pull the key out and hang it on the hook so nobody can open the door. Wow. It's bizarre. So So your house is haunted then. My house is haunted as fuck. Like, that's, that's it not, has a, that's to be not even that a age. question. There's like... Yes. Not even a question. So, that was uh, my interesting interlude this week. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I, I was disappointed. So, I was disappointed. So, not a problem way. I run into. Um, in large part because tile is freaking cold and I'm not even going to risk that. Because that's that's just an uncomfortable experience. I'm just like, you know what? No, if I can be, if I can bend somebody over something, that's preferable to tile. Well, yeah, uh, like, and but... I would. Ag- yeah, like the side. I would agree that, but like the number of things that you can bend over in a bathroom are pretty limited, and I only want my face that close to a toilet for so long. Just saying. What about? Do you not have like a, a sink with counters, or is it just a sink? We, our bathroom is oddly shaped. 
Um, when we put it back together the way we wanted to put it back together, we clearly did not think about, like, space clearance between things. So, like, for us to be able to fit between the bathtub and the sink, either he would have had to stand in the bathtub while I bent over the sink, or I would have had to bend into the bathtub while he had his ass against the sink. Either way, one of us was going to be uncomfortable, quite possibly both of us. And so, like, in my head, right, we built, like, this super nice little bench seating area where you could lift it up and, like, store towels and stuff. And I'm like, it'll be perfect. Look, you sit down. I'll climb up. It'll be great. No. No, it won't. Turns out my balance is garbage. <laughs> so, or so maybe just Moopoppy and I have both put on too much pandemic weight and it was just a little awkward, but still. Oh, no, we figured it out. I oh, just, okay. you know... I, we had to do the floor farty back against the tile thing, which was very cold, but it was worth it. Good. It was worth it. As long as it was worth it. That's that's the primary thing. Pandemic punch? Yeah, pandemic punch. Oh, that's a nice way to say it. Right? I don't know if I can even blame the pandemic. Mine is mostly the fact that I work at a bakery now, and I have no self-control. Oh my god, we made gingerbread men for Oktoberfest. And one of my coworkers accidentally flipped one over, and so it smeared the frosting. So we couldn't sell it, right? It would have been irresponsible to throw it away. So I ate it, and it was delicious. And then I immediately was like, "You said you weren't going to eat any of this today. What are you doing? Like, you have you have goals here. You have fitness goals. Full disclosure, uh, I have this th this horrible thought that maybe if I well not horrible thought." That if I was thin enough, and I was with somebody well-endowed enough, or I put something large enough inside of me, I could poke it through my belly. I read it in a fan fiction. It sounded amazing. But I was like, that's a lot of weight to lose to be that thin. And I was like, hmm, how do I explain that to my doctor when they ask what my fitness goals are? <laughs> do I want to say to my doctor, I want to feel a dick from the outside? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Be like, just touch down there. Oh, wow. Yeah, feel it. Yes! Just, just, Th just, that just say like it, because that, that's an answer they've probably not heard. And how often do you get a chance to get your doctor by surprise? I know, but I like my doctor, and she also sees my husband. Look, when I told my doctor that I was doing oh. this podcast, and she hasn't even seen my husband and I that many times. She's like, your husband's doing a podcast with you about sex? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. He doesn't talk about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I thought that was really odd. He seems kind of high-strung to be doing something like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he absolutely is. No, he doesn't talk about sex. I talk about sex on the podcast because I don't care who knows about my vagina. Yeah. And she was like, exactly. oh, well, good for you. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's entirely possible that I'd be like, excuse me. I, I almost said her name. Excuse me, doctor. Like, um... What what kind of weight loss are we looking at for me to feel a dick from the outside? Okay, thanks, bye. Love, Mupacabra. She'd probably answer you, too. She would, and that's the best part. She would give me a real, actual answer. I feel like one of the OBGYNs at the practice that I go to would probably also give me an answer. The other one would look at me funny, but the one would be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know what she's after. The one guy, he's huge. His hands are gigantic. He frightens me every time he comes near my vagina. Cause I'm like, this is gonna hurt. But I feel like he would be the one that'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> she gets what's up. I, so. I have a feeling that some of our male listeners were, were just like, yeah, no, that's the experience I have every time I go for a rectal exam. It's that one doctor with the massive hands. Ugh. It's not that bad. They don't even have to put a finger in that far. Men need to get over putting stuff in their butts. It's just what it is. It's there. Mm -hmm. I put stuff in my butt all the time. You'll live. Can't <laughs> knock on Poop's door. You can't, you can't go to Poop's house and knock on Poop's door and be angry that Poop is home. I'm, I'm gonna get a t-shirt that says that. It's, it's just what it is. I do have some questions, um, that I thought we could answer. 
uh, that are not naughty questions. Um, they're just more because I think it would be fun to learn a little bit more about everybody again, especially because 12 is new and some of our listeners might be going, oh, we don't know anything about him. He really doesn't talk that much. He's actually pretty quiet. So maybe we should hear from him. So, um, Switch, obviously, we're probably going to answer these two. I don't want to just put 412 on the spot. But no um, these were some interesting icebreaker questions that I found that I thought were things that I would want to know about people. I love innocuous information. I like to know people's favorite ice cream flavors. I like to know people's favorite breakfast cereal. I like to know the color of their toothbrush. I love weird shit. I just like to know stuff about people. So... I would like to know, what is the worst haircut you've ever had? And I will fully volunteer the fact that my mother used to, I was a hair chewer, so she would cut my hair straight across my forehead, and then it was short to my ears on the sides, but long in the back. So I full-on had, like, a mushroom head with a mullet. It was awful, probably up until I was, like, five or six years old. So worst haircut I ever had was one I gave myself, which because I, you know, as you as you can tell, I keep my hair cut pretty 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 short, mm-hmm. right? But there's this one year where like, oh, it's hot, like a heat wave had kicked in, right? It was like wearing a hat, so I was like, oh, I'll just trim it down a little bit using some clippers. Over or underestimated rather how short the clipper guard was. So when I went through the first time, I was like, well, this looks dumb now. So I had to go this like a couple sizes, and it was just cropped so close. Did that you I have fuzzy like duck I had hair? a bad neck tattoo. <laughs> no, so not fuzzy duck hair. You went way short. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like, like a month into Jason Statham short, you know? Oh, God, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was It was terrible. It was just because, like, oh, I cut that too short. No, fuck the whole thing up. <laughs> but I'm stuck with it. Thankfully, it, it uh, comes back. The worst I ever had was probably when I was growing up. I had a bowl cut with a rat tail. That was probably the you worst. You did have a rat tail. I, I remember you very fondly from elementary and middle school with that rat tail, yeah. actually. I kept it till <laughs> high school, and I was like, cut it off. We're done with that crap. Changing it up after I got bullied enough about it, and slammed a kid into the lockers for it. That was that was a fun day. Thankfully, I didn't get in trouble. Now, now, Switch, we didn't have a bullying problem at our school. Huh. The best part was the one that was bullying me was the shortest kid of them all. <laughs> That's what they, you know what, they told me to my face, we don't have a bullying problem. You can't talk about anti-bullying. That's neither really? here nor there. Oh, yeah. That's a full interesting story for another day. I almost got yeah. a, uh, suspended uh, over a day of silence. Um, super fun. If you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? Oh, that's a hard one, because one, I don't know any, like, real good entrance I want Bitch, I'm a Cow. Yes. Bitch, I'm a Cow. Bitch, I'm a Cow. Oh, I don't know. Sabotage the Winged Hussars Arrive. I have no idea what that is. I well, and most of our listeners, plus obviously you guys won't. Sabaton is this vaguely metal band that does only specifically like war-related music. Kind Interesting. Of like, uh, two steps from hell. Yeah, yeah well, that's one of theirs. Yes, or no, that's um. That's that's an that's an artist. Uh, I forget the name of that, but, but yeah, but they have a song that's very similar named, which is thus the mistake. But yeah, no, they're they're very good, <clears throat> um, and it and it's so obscure and like historically related, but it has that. So you'd come out that, in like a Civil War uniform with a musket. No, 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 no. <laughs> if if anything, it'd be those weird wings that the hussars wear. But you know, because my my costume would be fabulous. Let's be honest. Like, I mean, look at look at <laughs> you know, like I. It's all sorts of you know. <laughs> um, like but but know. no, the the winter's ours are are is a song about um, you know this this very Russian very Slavic group of of like elite soldiers who just arrive and fuck shit up and people don't know why they're so good. Yeah, like in in terms of wrestling, where I was always just the larger person, 
growing up, you know, like six foot three, and all all my classmates is like wrestling. Yeah, sure, go. <laughs> right, um, like just no, I'm done. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I I would like to enter with the overture to Phantom of the Opera. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Have a chandelier come down, you know, at the very beginning. You ride a chandelier into the ring. That would be amazing. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> the mer- the merch opportunity. See, that's merch. We need to add to the store. There you go. We need we need switches wrestling. What Al- alter ego? Yeah. What is your go-to karaoke song? Hold on, I'm working on it. <laughs> I so almost always do rare, Ring of On the rare occasion they have it, because nobody ever has this, the Moulin Rouge version of Roxanne. Because for oh whatever God. reason, that and Fly Me to the Moon. Oh, God. I don't like. I can't sing, but for some reason, those I can do. I don't. Know. I do "Ring of Fire" by Johnny Cash or "Piano Man" by Billy Joel, or "Knock Three Times" by Tony Orlando. Uh, I'm just gonna, I don't sing girl songs. I'm just gonna keep uh, showing my emo side. I do. Uh, I write sins, not tragedies. Oh, I do like that one. I've done Mr. Brightside before. I won Cavs tickets singing Mr. Brightside oh, once, wow. actually. Not because I was good, I just picked the right song, like, but I love karaoke. I don't even have to be drunk to do it. I just like to sing. I'm an attention whore. It's really a problem. Dirty Little Secret was my second one. I do that one, too. Mm-hmm. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a game programmer for a long-ass time. Um, but, yeah, that that's fallen falling uh, way off the, the deep end. It's like, nope. <laughs> That's not for me. 12, you look really embarrassed. Well, no. Uh, it's just a funny story that it has a lot of detail that I can't explain on a podcast, so it would take way too long. TLDR version, what do you want to be? Yeah, yeah TLDR version is, is short version is, is I wanted to run my own company. And we're talking like ages of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking like ages of ten. I I wanted to run my yes, yes. Nice. And you can blame and you can blame things like Wildcats the cartoon for this. And and yes, Moo's looking at me like she's no idea what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure that was on at like four a.m. like on American television. Welcome to my life. That and like Samurai Pizza Cats. They were on in like the middle of the night. (sighs) Hundred percent, and that. I wanted cartoon... to be an ice skater. Oh, nice. that's adorable. It's a thing, but it's like one percent. Yeah, I know, right? What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Don't Somebody worry told about me what once. Other people think. Somebody told Sorry, me once. Ahead. Don't take it personal, even if they mean it personal. Yeah. And that was very helpful to me um, for a long time. We'll we'll edit this part out for the podcast, obviously, but do that again so we have a nice clean cut for the editing. There is always a clean Don't cut. take it personal, even... Yeah, who's, te- who's editing this? What are you making fucking... <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, oh, don't oh take it pe- personal, even if they mean it personal. Switch. Oh. The problem is, I'm the one that gives the advice <laughs> most of the time. It was, well, then what is your, what is your sage wisdom? My, my epiphany that I had when I was younger um, was stop giving them what they want, and you will be able to uh, coexist. Uh, in the sense of being constantly uh, bullied in some way. I was like, one morning I was just like, if I stop giving them you know, the reaction that they're looking for, they're going to stop doing that to me. And they did. It was actually a really interesting day. And now my bully is my friend. What is one thing that we would never guess about you? Well, all those things you could guess I've probably said here. 
<laughs> not, or not guess. Uh, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying that one. I won first place at the national level in an essay writing competition. Oh, something like that. Never mind. I'm sorry. I mean, you could pick something different. It's just something that people don't necessarily know about me. I'm a I mean, locally writer. and state and everything else, too, but I did not know that. I Well, and that's just the thing, is I could not tell you the book. I could tell you what the book looks like. Don't remember the title. Which has made it very hard for me to find a copy. I'm gonna use my skip. You're gonna use your skip? I don't think we, we're allowing that, but I will allow you to skip. What is the most out-of-character thing you've ever done? Thinking. That's a tough one, because I, I have a series of events that could, could qualify as that. I went to a bar trying to pick up a girls and royally failed, but I did it. And that is something I would never, ever do normally. That is something... Congratulations! Look at you getting out of your comfort zone. Oh my god, that was such a horrible night. I hated it. But I learned about a speakeasy in Sandusky that we will have to go to sometime. Ooh. Yep. I messed around with a guy at a party who turned out to be a married man, which I found out when his wife called me to ask what my phone number was doing in her husband's phone. And after that, no, I can't really say that. I would say after that, I didn't do one night stands. Um, although technically, I suppose my husband would have been a one night stand if I wouldn't have called him the next day. <laughs> so I was going to say I learned my lesson, but no, I didn't. I just got luckier the second time. Very out of character for me. I suppose the out of character thing for me <clears throat> was that of of my, my limited social circle, a lot of those folks are very... How to put this... <clears throat> Blue collar is probably the nicest way to say it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they love they love four by fouring out in the mud. They love monster truck rallies and beer. Okay. Like, not really. I mean, right, we call really them rednecks my... here, but rednecks or southerners. <laughs> Hicks. Look, you're both southerners. More southern. compared um, to you, yeah. Why everything's south to Canada, basically. But um, but but um. You know, I've cars are one of those things that just have like never made sense to me. Despite having worked on like, like lawnmower motor powered uh, go karts with like tennis ball launchers with my stepfather, cars have never made sense to me. I did the electrical. Um, but the most out of character thing I did was was with my my immediate social circle where they were very convinced that they. They, they knew who I was, right? They had this impression that, like, oh, he's the quiet computer geek that works upstairs. Um, I, uh, I dove into to car repair on a car that we had just sitting out front that belonged to the, the now, you know, no longer here ex-boyfriend of the landlady downstairs. And they were just like, you know about cars? I'm like, nope, but it took me like an hour and some YouTube videos. I'm about there too. That's how Moo Poppy is. He can if he can find a YouTube video, he can fix it. Alright, last question. What movie and I'm not asking what your favorite movie is, what movie do you think everyone should watch? Oh. Give me a second. Jojo Rabbit. I've never seen that, but I've heard good things about it. I know Scarlett Johansson's in that one. I think everyone should watch the movie Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. That is on my list, too. It's not the one that I went with, but it is very, very close to my top. That movie fucked with my brain. So it still fucks with my brain to this day. Mm -hmm. I love the idea that 
something is still worth having even if it ends badly. And it's it's worth the journey even if the destination is not what you expected. That movie gives me so much hope for so many things. Um, that was almost my answer for this question. Oh. Um, the Halloween tree, the cartoon, oh, like the, the yes. children's cartoon, and I've talked about this before. I remember watching this movie when I was a kid, and I still watch it as an adult, right? Like, I've watched it with my kids, and there's something about it that just touches me. And I don't know if it's just the idea that we forget sometimes how much capacity kids have to love one another, or how sometimes when you're a kid you deal with things that are so much bigger than you, and so much bigger than what you have the, the wherewithal to deal with. But something about that movie I just have always watched... And I feel like I'm not quite getting it. And maybe one day I'll get it. Maybe one day it'll click and I'll understand. And when I, when I read the book, it helped a little bit. But that I just really think more people should see that movie. Can I just say how pleased I am that a Halloween tree is on your list? Oh, oh my, my god, God, I love that movie so much. That movie is an icon up here in Canada. I, I'm is it surprised really? you. It is really. It's like, it is a classic. Like, that is on everybody's list of you have to see every year. It's fantastic. I love it. And it used to always be my friend had it taped off the television. And so it was Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear fools the witch or Yogi Bear something, something the witch. It was a Hanna Barbera cartoon. And then it was uh, Halloween Tree. So. I did have one more question, but it seems silly and inapplicable to to the holiday season. Um, Because they had a list of Christmas questions. And so it was, which one of Scrooge's ghosts do you think was the most effective? Uh, The uh, Christmas Day uh, present. That's what I think, too. That was my answer as well. When I was a little girl, I used to put a broom under my arm and pretend to be Tiny Tim. And I would walk around the house like that because it always... I can't watch it as an adult. Like, Mickey's Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas movie, but I can't handle it. I can't do, like, the sick kid thing anymore. I can't I can't anymore. Well, what about, my kids are always like, are you okay, Mom? And I'm like, I'm fine. What about the, the uh, Muppets version? I've never seen Muppets Christmas Carol. What? I love that version. That's like my favorite version. I know. It doesn't hit all of the points of the story in the the scary part of like the Chris, or Christmas future. Uh, but mm-hmm. but it's still, it's amazing and fun. It's so much I fun. Know, with with Gonzo seen... and Rizzo being the narrators following them. It's so good. I was never super into Muppets. Well, so she's been Mupacabra, and she's fired for not watching that movie. Hello. I'm sorry. I've seen, like, I I like Jim Henson, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Look, I love that one, but I fucking, it's not Christmas, and we're going to talk about it. I just wanted to know which ghost you thought was the most effective, because I thought, oh my god, I've never thought to ask somebody that question before. Really? Because that's the ter- that's the one where he's like, oh shit, that's where he's faced with his death, and he ultimately well, has his right. turnaround of like, I don't want to be alone when I'm dead. So like, yes, Christmas present shows him the, the mistakes he's currently making, but Christmas future but it- is like, look, keep fucking around and you're going to find out, and that's the point where he's like, oh shit, how can I not I be mean, I- alone and dead? I guess if we're talking about the most effective for Scrooge, yeah, he was a selfish, greedy son of a bitch, so therefore being confronted with his own mortality was what did it for him. But for me as a viewer, that's what touched me the most was him seeing what other people were struggling with and to know that there were people that had so much less than him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, fine, most effective for Scrooge. I don't yeah. know. I, don't th- I think he's at like 70% at that pro- moment, and he, that last, that's that last 30% that pushes him over the edge. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to die. 80-20, baby. 80-20. Back to this. All right. Oh, no. I thought Occam's Razor's simplest answer is always the best is Occam's uh, Razor, uh, uh, bitch. No, I was, I was mistaken with Pareto's Law. You're still wrong. On that note, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, I guess I'm going first because I'm Merlin tonight. This is going to be a little bit weird, so bear with me. It'll be me, Switch, and then 12. So I have been the Moopacabra. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Moopacabra, M-O-O-P-A-C-A-B-R-A, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash 
Mubacabra. And yes, she's been Mubacabra, and I'm Switch Riggs. You can find me on the Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok, and of course the YouTube as well with uh, Switch underscore Riggs with the double G. Uh, and you can also find Bunny at Gothic Moon Bunny on that OnlyFans Twitter and now Instagram if you're interested in that. Hooray! I've been 12-sided guy. That's 12, one, the number. Sided guy, like the dice. Uh, hey, listen, the number of times I have gotten like, Hey, welcome to the chat room, one, two, side guy. I'm like... <laughs> mm. But but I am 12-sided guy. That is 12, the number, not spelled out. Check me out basically anywhere online where I don't put out content, because that's that's still in the works. But but check it out because there will be stuff in the future and I promise it'll be worth it. And I should know all of Merlin's links by now, but unfortunately I don't. It is Merlin Sensei on Twitter. I believe Merlin underscore Sensei on Twitch and YouTube.com slash C slash Merlin Sensei. The links will all be in the description. I apologize for not knowing them better. Please forgive me, Merlin. Collectively, you can find the four of us on Twitter at Nerdgasm Inc. and 3RDGA5MINC. Uh, we post new content every single Sunday. We are really, really, really working on that Wednesday content for you. We really just want to make sure that we are giving you the best product that we can. So, uh, if Merlin was here, he would remind you all to be excellent to one another. Enjoy yourselves and love yourselves, be good to yourselves, and give yourselves grace. And, you know, maybe give a little bit of thought as to, you know, what's one thing that we would never guess about you? And, and share it with us on Twitter. We would love to know more about you. Definitely. And just because we all find it a little weird, inflation is not a bad kink. So keep it <laughs> I just wish it would stop driving up the price, the cost of living prices. I hate you guys. We will talk at you later. Bye for now, friends. Bye, everybody.